Hello and welcome back to Y Square Pod. This is Yasmin Metz Johnson. And this is Yasmin Bilkasi Bryan. Thank you guys for tuning in to the We're second episode. We're not going to do our thing, and we are Y Square Pod. Sorry, eh? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of season two. So I'm not sure if you listened to the last one, but we just spoke about travel in Africa, and then we did something quite exciting where we just well, it wasn't exciting, but it was informative where we just let you know where you could travel on three different passports. So a British passport, an American passport, and a Sierra Leonean passport. And before we go into this episode, I'll let Yasmin do the interesting fact. So interesting fact, Sierra Leone. So our flag is green, white, and blue. So green um, is symbolic of agriculture and natural resources in Sierra Leone. The white represents justice, and the blue represents the Freetown Harbor. I never knew that, that the blue represented the Freetown Harbour. It does, it does. Nice. Okay, well, today's episode is about entrepreneurship in Salon, in Sierra Leone. So, yes, what Uh, do you think about entrepreneurship in Salon? You know, it took me a while to actually consider myself an entrepreneur, which is like the craziest thing. And entrepreneurship in Sierra Leone, it's a medley of like different things. It's good, it's bad, it is tiring, it's... uh, causes you to be patient, you know, um, but it's very rewarding, you yeah. know, because you know that you're providing a solution to a problem and also monetizing it as well. So it's like the, you know, the best of both worlds. So entrepreneurship is definitely a journey. It's not for the weak hearted or the weak minded either. And um, yeah, that's what I have to say for now until we dive in. Uh, what are your thoughts about entrepreneurship in general or entrepreneurship in Sierra Leone? Um, I find it very interesting. Similar to you, I'm also an entrepreneur. I work on multiple um, businesses. So I work on the family business, which is Mama Lou's Kitchen. I also have my travel platform, which is Yasmin Tells. And then I'm a designer also, which I do on contract basis so it's it's interesting and I what I appreciate the most about it is being able to um, have control of your time however it's very demanding because Mm. no day is you know when you have a office nine to five it's like okay it's not like that you can clock out but Uh -uh. you know like with us you sometimes have to be working till 12 if later than 12 like no day is like an off day Mm-mm. if you need to get that check. So now there have been days that I've worked like, especially when I first started my business. So I run two businesses. Um, so I have Ori uh, from Sierra Leone, which is the shea butter business, and uh, Mina Bilkis, which is like the tutoring business, photography, and consultancy. So um, yeah, like and the, girl up. Uh, well, girl up is not a business. No, that's uh, that's but you're still, it's but still okay. I still takes run your time. It. Yes, yeah. I still run it, and. Um, yeah, just like Yasmin said, like when I first started out, it's like I'm working 12-hour shifts, you know. And sometimes it, it takes a toll on you, definitely, yeah. you know. And you just have to teach yourself that we have to take a break. You know, you can't work seven-day uh, weeks and 12-hour shifts, you know. And I think the one of the setbacks of entrepreneurship, especially when you first start, <laughs> is that you don't get the initial support that you need, mm-hmm. like from family, you know, friends, mm-hmm. more so family. It's like... They don't understand why you're doing it. They're like, yeah. ah, why didn't you just get a job? If I wanted like a nine to five, I, I could just get, get a well, nine yeah, to five. Get a nine yeah. to five. Not that it's particularly easy right now, you know, um, sell out the job market. There's like a freeze on the job market at the moment. But like just in general, not everyone is built for that night. I've never seen myself, you know, working a nine to five, being confined to an office, just 
carrying out duties on behalf of someone else. I've always just dreamt bigger. Maybe I'm overly ambitious, but I've just never ever seen myself though. I don't know what I've envisioned myself as, but the path that I'm on, I enjoy it. Yeah, you know? same. So. I've I've done nine to five multiple times. I've just never found it fulfilling. Mm. Fulfilling enough for me. Um but yeah, it's still a learning process doing um working for yourself. Oh, it and is. similar to what you were saying at the beginning, how you want more support, and you're thinking, why aren't you supporting me in terms of family and friends? You, you know, you get, to a, you get to a stage when you realize, especially if you're selling a product or certain mm. information to um, a niche of people, you get to a point when you realize um, your family and your friends aren't always your audience, and that's okay. I've I've learned to accept that's okay because yeah, you would accept that you would um, you'd want their support, but if they're not your audience they're not your audience it is what it is yeah same i think that's something i've recently um because i was reluctant in the past i was just kind of like in dispute like why but you know i support you but i realize you know in life not everything is reciprocal yeah and that's okay yeah. you know yeah. but you know <laughs> mm, you- but i've had to accept that so i i understand where you're coming from yeah do you ever feel guilty when you um you were talking about breaks and how it's important to take time off do you mm-hmm. ever feel guilty when you do that because you know like i was saying you don't have set hours it's like you have to right. work to get this check and to get that so do you feel guilty when you take time off i do i thought really <laughs> yeah i'm just like oh i could be doing this now like <laughs> I try and no the first two slots. years i was just i was just so overwhelmed you know and there were certain things that i didn't do that i should i thought i could um do everything by myself that was one mm-hmm. and that took a toll on me and second i didn't invest in a mentor someone that i could talk to about business things that doesn't want <clears throat> And financial in return, but wants to just mold a young person. Do you have a mentor so, now? Yeah, I have two mentors now, and That's it's great. great. I talk to them like on a weekly basis, so mm-hmm. it has been good. And also, I um, I recently got accepted into the AWEC program. So AWEC is um, African Women's Entrepreneurship Cooperative. So it's quite competitive, and um, like sixteen hundred businesses applied, and I was one. Ori was one of the two hundred businesses that were accepted. Uh, so basically, it's like for women based in Africa, I think they made some concessions for some like diasporans, but mostly those of us on the continent that have um, startups or like or even fully fledged biz- pledged businesses. And um, they we, we do online mentorship, you know, we take classes, we do assignments, we work with groups so that I've been in it since March of this year. It's a year long program. And just in like two months alone, I've learned so much that I've also been able to incorporate with the business. And then you're assigned two mentors. So now I have four mentors, at least for the next year. And how did you um, find out about AWEC? Actually, through one of my mentors, Moyatu Banya Kister. She sent it to me and she's like, you have to apply. I said, okay. So I did. And I'm glad I did. So yeah. So she actually um, came through for me. So thanks, sis. (laughs) And um, yeah, that's how I got into it. You know, the thing is like when you have a mentor there, they want to see you grow because everyone wants to say, oh, you know, my protege did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, you know, like it's usually them that send me, oh, hey, yeah, I've applied for this, you know, um, you, you know, it's up your alley or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that's really been a great support system, going back to support systems. Um, but speaking of that, we all need someone to lean on. Like, who's your best support system? Sounds really sad, but it's my mom. Sad. <laughs> no, but I was just thinking like everything you're saying in terms of mentor. I'm like, wow, my mom really is my mentor for a lot of things. Oh, nice. In terms of um, yeah, life, work. Yeah, um, it might be because for one of the businesses I work with. Her. Yeah, you work with her. Of so course. 
Yeah, it's my mother. And then also Joseph Conte is one of my mentors. He's okay. um, a Sierra Leonean architect. And he's based um, in Nigeria at the moment doing research work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we met this year actually. And he's been really encouraging in terms of what I do and working for myself because mm-hmm. it's daunting. It's really daunting. Mm-hmm. So I was freelancing in the UK, but it's, it's different because in the UK there's systems, right. whereas here the same systems aren't in place. For mm-hmm. example, I'd have a day rate in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not exactly the same. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just working everything out really. Okay. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, so like in terms of like the entrepreneur the entrepreneurship ecosystem, I know you're still new and you're still trying to find your bearings, but like I guess my experience, okay, like when I first came uh back in 2014, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a teacher, you know, I want to apply to like, you know, a school or something. So I was attached to the school and then like I had opened the business, but at that time I didn't call it a business. I was like, okay, I'm just it's like a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And that's how businesses start. It was a side hustle actually. And then I was like, pause, I'm like out earning my salary by like you know a stupid amount yeah i was like uh let me just take that risk you know so i can explore other options because i had just started girl up and i had just started like research and menstrual hygiene so like i wanted to do more like you know fact finding and stuff like that which would requ- require me to travel so i was like okay well let me just take this risk so i did I quit my job and then i was like okay where were you working I was working at the Yaz Learning Center. Okay. So I was there as the after-school uh, teacher. So I taught math and English, and on Fridays we did, like, drama and stuff. Yes. So I was like, okay, let me go into this, like, full, like, you know, in it. So I did, and um, that was good, you know. Uh, so I, the first year I was able to kind of, like, track, like, okay, this is peak time for business. In terms of, like, photography, I do that seasonally. So, like, during... July to August is quite peak. December, April, those are my photography months. And consultancy, I mean, they go and come, but I always try to, like, track down at least, like, five. Mm-hmm. So I can take two months working on one because they're usually write, very comprehensive. Maybe it's just translation or maybe one of the bigger projects, I always get a translation. Translation or, like, videography or, like, you know, something like that. And um, which has been good. Or, or um, transcriptions and stuff. So, um, yeah, so I just kind of, like, um, figured out the pattern, like, okay, maybe October, November, it's kind of, like, low, maybe I can travel here, you know, maybe I can take time off or something. Yeah. So that has been working for me, and now I understand the trend, at least in my field, when it comes to Mina Bilkis. But however, Ori, I mean, Ori is 24-7, you know, everyone's going to need products. So this is why we're now trying to push into, like, retail, like, supermarkets and stuff, so... I don't always have to be called and I don't have to dispatch a courier to yeah, like, meet you. At the moment, do you feel like your, your brand? Like, it, with, um, like, with Ori Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the other day when I met you, you were all set up with Ori. <laughs> I love that. Yes. But it's good to, like, push your Oh, no, products. definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I'm, I'm, I'm both. saying because yeah. it's new, do you feel mm-hmm. like you're, you're the forefront of? Ori, whereas um, I don't want to be because, like, I, yeah, yeah. I I keep saying that I want people to patronize the brand, believe in the brand, mm-hmm. you know, even if they don't like me, that's yeah. cool, or, or even if you like, I don't want people to support my business because they like me. Yeah, if you like the product, I want the product to stay on its own. So, you that's why I'm not at the pop up events, but if it's something that 
like investors or donors might be at, then I will be there. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I'm trying to, but not trying to at the same time. Yeah. That makes sense. But, but I feel I'm, like it's inevitable if any business is new. Exactly. Then you're going to have to put in the, the hours and the time. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, but like now taking off time to like, you know, travel and just be a human being. No, I don't. I feel like my work should speak for itself. I mean, my business is still quite young. By no means have I ever made it. Have I made it yet? No. Hmm. I will, of course. But like... When do you think you've made it? I always, I always say to myself, I haven't made it until I can employ people. That's like my... That's... Oh, okay. Okay, steps. Goal. Okay, fine. I think at this stage, maybe my three-year plan, I would have made it in my three-year plan... When I move out of my house. So I'm not doing production in the house anymore. I'm actually renting office space. Yeah. So okay. yes, I'll say in three years, I would have made it with Ori. Mm-hmm. Because Mina Bilkis, I can work anywhere. That's fine. Yeah. So I don't need an office for that. But Ori, I, it needs its own. Because mm. I like it to be a production site as time goes on. So yeah, that's my three-year plan. Nice. And I was going to ask... Speaking into existence. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the best way to do it. But I was going to ask, what do you... Um, what are your thoughts on people that glamorize entrepreneurship? Hey, do you not feel like there's a massive glamorize? Is it, is it even a word, glamorization? Is it, well, <laughs> we can coin it. Sociologists are always coining terms. Um, okay, yeah. So in terms of... Oh, wait, pause. Yasmin. You didn't even ask me who my support system is. How rude. Oh, I'm sorry. You did not even reciprocate the I'm question. Sorry. Who is yours, Yas? Um, so I talk to my mom a lot. Not much about like business stuff, you know. Um... But I, I repertoire with her, you know. Okay. I would say Ubai. I know Ubai is going to love this shout out. Shout out to Ubai, <laughs> Kuruma, and Reading, United Kingdom. <laughs> I'm always talking. I'm like, Ubai, this, now this and this is not happening. He's like, hey, He's definitely your mentor, actually. No, no, always, no, honestly, you're honestly, always yeah, talking to Ubai. Always talking. I'm just like, Ubai, this is what came up. What is the plan? How are we getting this money? So, yeah. So, I would say my mom and Ubai. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, what would you say your support system and your mentor are two different things? Because that might be why I didn't ask you, because you mentioned Moya too and um, ah, the other person. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay, because someone mentors you doesn't mean they always support you. It's, no, Ooh. no, of course, of course they do. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be careful what you're saying. Right? No, okay. Um, now, I say Obai is definitely both. And yeah, my mom is both too. Mm. But Obai is my age, so he can relate, you know. Oh, uh, sorry, Obai will beat me. He's three years older than me. Okay, but Look we're still you're exposing age. <laughs> sorry, Obai. Sorry, she's, she's getting a bit too, <laughs> too comfortable. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, what was I asking about the... If they can be the same thing? Yeah. Mm. So I think so, yeah. But then you have more of like a... Like I said, Obai and I are closer in age. You know, we can relate on certain things. So it's easier to repertoire with him without having to like break it down, per se. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what were we going to move on to? Um, I asked about... Oh, glamorization, uh-huh. yes. Well, okay, all right. Let me talk about, like, in the share butter business. So, when we first... When I first started, I'm not going to call names. When I first started, like, there were, like, maybe two or three other brands. And I always said, like, I'm not competing with anyone. It's a social business. I know I'm very unique in this field. All Everyone is doing it just for business. And that's cool. You got to make money. You know, you got to eat. So, um... And I started off with, like, always, like, my, my brand promise, like, we're unisex. We're unisex. And a lot of my competitors, they mostly catered to, like, you know, the female clientele. So, but, like, when we noticed, like, I guess salon, you know, is small. Mm-hmm. And people, oh, you're doing this, this, and this. Now I just see a lot of other Shea Butter brands. Not to say that, you know, they're not done their 
market study and whatnot, you know, that they haven't put in the hours. But I just feel like they sprouted too quickly. But do you not think that's because of the natural hair movement? Taking off? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't feel like we had that natural hair movement that, that happened so, you know, progressively or even forcibly, like, if that's a word, so forcibly, like in the States and in the UK. Because, you know, they have the numbers and mm. stuff. And these are enlightened people like, you know what, we're not going to put perm or chemicals in our hair. We're going to accept our God-given hair. But, like, in Salon, I think because we, we look to the West, you know, for, like, beauty and stuff like that, we're trying to emulate that. But I don't think we're there yet. Because, like, okay, I say this because I still get queries, like, on Ori. And because I manage the social media pages. And, like, people would be like, oh, um, I would like to use your product, but I'm black. I'm like, uh, but I don't... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I like right. to use the body cream, but I'm black. Because, like, they've been accustomed to hearing the word cream. And they think it's the kind of... The one that has the bleaching agents that's supposed to make your skin... I I want to use your product, but I'm black. What does that mean? Well, they feel like, you know, it's only geared towards light-skinned people. I don't know why. Wow. I don't know. I've okay, had so this, these are customers that obviously don't know you. and No, no, you. of course not. They just write yeah. to the Ori page oh, and they're like, wow. oh, but I'm black. I'm like, well, black is beautiful. And I was like, it doesn't matter what skin complexion you are. Ori doesn't have any bleaching agents. It just tones and defines your skin, enhances your skin, if anything. But it doesn't, you know, brighten it by any, you know, stretch of the imagination. Or I have girl, women that will be like, oh, I like to use your product, but, you know, my hair is natural. I'm like it's not a bad thing if your hair is natural. You know, it's good for natural hair. Oh, you know, wow. it's good for um, those with relaxed hair. It doesn't matter what, you know, texture your hair is. But yeah, it's always like, oh, but I'm this. Not, oh, I'm natural. Can I use your product? I'm dark skin. Can I use your product? Speaking of the bleaching, I, I just can't believe that's an industry. Oh, it's Un- Until now, like in 2019. Multi-million dollar industry. Can you that's imagine crazy. 2019? With all the melanin and the black girl magic and all of that, we still have a lot, a long way to go. So how, this, has anyone ever approached you? For what? To bleach? Yeah. If I don't kick them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was going through a market in Senegal and they were just like, bleach, bleach. Like just literally in my face like it was nothing. I was like, wow. Wow. Thank okay. you. Thank Th- you very much. Rude. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, so like this is what we do as entrepreneurs. Like we try to solve these like um, social problems And I guess that's mine, you know, like at our pop-ups, we're always educating people like, okay, when you use the product, in addition to good, you know, um, good nutrition and working out, it will enhance you. But you can't be like eating crap and then always drinking soda and you're like, oh, but you poured off snitty walk. I'm like, you know, I can't give you a bad name, you know? Mm. So it's like, you're not going to badmouth us because it didn't work for you because you're not doing what you should already do. You know, it's natural products. So even they will enhance if you drink a lot of water, you know, that's not to say that they don't work. They do, you know, they're infused with essential oils and carrier oils. But if you put in the extra work, it's going to just only enhance your features. So that's just kind of like the sensitization that we do and about like, you know, no to like bleaching and stuff like that. So... Yeah, and as much as we're selling a product, we're also, you know, just educating people on, like, you know, basic nutrition and stuff like that. Like, a customer came up to me, and she was like, oh, she wants to buy the body cream, and um, because her husband has the chicken pox, 
So first I laughed. I was like, at his big age. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're such a savage. Chicken pox can happen to anybody I at any know, age. but in Shalom, I've noticed that like a lot of people get it in, you know, because they're not exposed to the virus, I understand. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'd meet grown adults like, oh, I've never had chicken pox. I'm like, what? What? In the camel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's worse, you know, if when you older, yeah. get older, especially as a man. So I was like, has he recovered from the chicken pox? Like, yes, but he still has like the scars and stuff like that. I was like, well, he needs to bathe as like have they healed said no as well he needs to bathe in oatmeal i can't even remember chicken pox i remember it vaguely i was like well so you need to bathe in in oatmeal on uh, in oatmeal mm-hmm. and then from the when your skin is dry then you can apply the ori as it because on his like with his skin not being damp it's going to be very harsh for him so it needs to be a bit damp and then he can apply the products like okay so like i said let me know after two weeks after two weeks said it's been helping i said yes this is what we want to hear these are the testimonies (laughs) so yeah so you know these type of things when you get these kind of queries you have to read into it you know Mm -hmm. i mean the chicken box i knew because i mean i've obviously had it but like other things that customers ask like oh you know i this is what's going on with me i was like well i'm not a health professional but you know i can look into it for you and i do that and i'm like well this is what i saw on web md or something but again i'm not a health professional you know i can only tell you what i what know, you know. experience yeah. yeah so i don't sell them promises or whatnot you know but but just one thing that we do is that i think that's the social problem that we we solve you know just about um redefining beauty mm-hmm. you know inner beauty and outer beauty that's one thing that we work on and of course being like the most affordable in the market because we give back to the community as well yeah so so it does uh, at first it used to frustrate me i'm just like but you just came into the game like you're just a college student you're just trying to it's your side hustle that you're glamorizing you know yeah. and i'll see them like eating out at these exquisite restaurants that you know even with my mina bilka salary i would not dare to enter but i'm just like you know what your journey and my journey is not the same. Yeah, exactly. And I saw this like quote, like it was actually Moyatu who put it up on her WhatsApp status. There were two flowers, I think a daisy and a sunflower. And was that not the same thing? I don't know. Let's just no, say violet is not the same thing, right? No. Okay, so there are two flowers. And then the one flower was like, oh, hey girl, you're looking pretty. And then the other flower was like, yeah, thank you, but you're blooming faster than I am. It's like, oh, but we're different flowers, silly. Precisely. And I was like, precisely. I Comparison like, is a thief of joy. I you love know, that quote. It's exactly. so true. And also, it's like, what are you comparing? For example, those two flowers, they're not the same flower. To mm-hmm. compare, there needs to be more than just a similarity. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be the same almost. So a lot of the things that we do compare aren't even the same. So why are we even comparing? Right. So at first it used to get to me, but I was like, you know what? Everyone has their own journey. Yeah. And I always say, I'm like, oh, this is a setback that I've um, encountered. And I'll take a picture of like how maybe I felt in the moment or what happened at that moment that made me feel this way. And then I'll write something. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's important, especially when you have the kind of platform that you and I do individually, mm-hmm. it's important to like, you know, not sell your followers like dreams, dreams you know? Yeah. And I always like on my talk to me Tuesday sessions, I always tell them we had like a talk about entrepreneurship and I was like, yeah, one thing to get ahead is like collaborations. And I'm doing a couple of collaborations this year. Yeah. Um, collaborations this year. So yeah, I feel like to each their own, but I don't feel like something like entrepreneurship that hits so close to home mm. because a lot of people have become entrepreneurs not because they wanted to but because the system created that for them it was it's just so rough like yeah. especially here actually yeah i feel like i've met a lot of people that like i haven't met one person that works one, one job, job. <laughs> everyone here has more than one job honestly of course. and it's interesting when you meet them because it's like what do they introduce 
themselves with first before they oh i struggle with that i guess this kind of depends on the kind of circle i'm in Mm. that i know how best to introduce myself it's like i'm wearing three hats you Mm. know girl up that's the thing i don't want to sound like a crazy person half the time so it's just like what do i say like again it depends who i'm talking to a lot of the time i'll be like i'm a travel consultant or i'm a designer Mm -hmm. again it depends who i'm speaking to then i would go into detail about my design background or Mm -hmm. if i'm selling um mama lou's kitchen to somebody then i would talk more about that Mm -hmm. but then it's at the same time do you not ever feel like oh but i want to explain all of them but you know i have to sound like one crisp person and then they'll be like how many things does this girl do you know you always get that i'm like oh and i'm I'm also a podcaster oh what don't you do i'm like no there's plenty of things i don't you know you have to polish your craft and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i don't think there's anything wrong with doing multiple things as long as you're doing it well but Mm -hmm. i'm not sure about you but in the uk there's very much this um they say what's the saying master of no jack of all trades master of none right so that's like somebody who hasn't focused on one yeah they thing. just dabble here and yeah there. yeah so oh almost i'd say someone like me i wouldn't be i won't say i wouldn't be praised but i'd be looked at like oh this person they're not serious mm-hmm. that's how that's the impression i get anyway well that's what you have to redefine and say yes um master of all what is the expression again it's um <laughs> Jack of all trades. Oh, yeah. So for us, Jill of all trades, master of all back. Yes. yes. I like that so one. tell them. Oh, no, we're in Sierra Leone. Jatsu of all trades. <laughs> Jatsu. <laughs> master of all. Mm. So, I mean, you're just kind of like taking it back, you yeah. know. So, um, yeah, but let's let's give our listeners like some pros and cons. of like maybe like five of each. Yeah. So like a list I just created. Um, so like pros... You're your own boss. You know, you are accountable to yourself, which can also be a con. But in this case, it's a pro. So you know yourself and how you work. Are you like a diurnal person? Are you nocturnal? You know what works for you. So you know how best to, you know, go about your admin days. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and one. It, and then also it allows freedom. So mm-hmm. the same, um, the freedom you have working for yourself, you won't have necessarily working in a job. For example, you have more flexibility. It is a job. Uh, it is a job. Yeah, yeah I meant mm-hmm. nine to five office. Right. Um, you have more flexibility in terms of set up meetings. If you have children, mm-hmm. it works better. Yeah. I'll say you, you get to control the direction and like the timeline of what you're working on. So like when, again, if you're self-employed, you work for yourself, um, you're able to um, set deadlines and set paces for yeah, yourself. You can, I, th- I think you can plan better or you can plan more ahead, mm-hmm. if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another one I would say, which is both pros and cons, depending what kind of person you are, is discipline. You mm, need a lot of discipline. That's true. Um, so that's a pro. Um, yeah, pro. If yeah, you can discipline. Pro. Yeah, it's pro, yeah. A kind if you're not disciplined. Yeah. But, yeah. I also like the fifth one is like, you know, you get to like own your time and your schedule. So um, just going back to what you asked me, so like if you have like kids or like you just have like, you know, life just hits you different. So if that's the case, then you're able to like work around that schedule so that you can deliver for clients or, you know, whoever your customer base is. Mm-hmm. And then cons, because like, you know, we're not here to... Glamorify. What was your word? Glamorize. Glamorization. Glamorization. <laughs> glamorization. But let's, yeah, let's not because, glamorize. Because that might not be a word. I don't think it's a word. I mean, we got a dictionary right here. So, glamorization. Are we betting? You know, because we're, I've already lost I... my bet for the couscous salad. Oh, yeah. Glamorization is a word. <laughs> yes. Hey, I didn't, did I say it's not? You said it's not. That's not the word. Now you eat. Exactly. So, I won that. 
Yes. Anyway, so cons. <laughs> So, Con, so, like, income can be uncertain, like, if you, like, provide, like, a product, you know, even, like, a service, like, but, so, like, with Minibilkis, what I realized when I first started with tutoring, like, people would just drop out or just add on, like, a month or two, I was like, you know what, and my course outline would be designed for, like, three months, I was like, you need to complete the course, you know, but I understand sometimes traveling happens or whatever, so, like, you have to, you don't sign a contract, but there's an agreement in the registration and everything, and, like, in my class policy, I'm, like, you have to be in the course for three months. So that's basically how I schedule my finances by quarter, and that has been very good. In terms of, like, Orion product, like, we just try to push, like, we have our, our goal every month, you know. Mm. If we fall below expectations, like, okay, what did we do wrong? What avenues do we need to push? So it's just, um, yeah, income can be uncertain at some point. So then lie. that is why it's good to have multiple streams of income mm-hmm. and not to just rely on the one business. No. Because it's similar with me with um, Yasmin Tells. It's my travel platform. So I can do sponsored posts now and then, but I, that's not promised. I don't always get sponsored posts. That's true. So at least I still have my design work right. that I can do or Mamalu's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. and um sometimes like you can chase like a lead you've been nurturing forever but then like it won't amount to anything (laughs) then it can be in full (laughs) (laughs) you don't buy a bio deposit like you've just you've done presentation you know Uh, yeah yeah like you've set up everything you've told them your rates you you, you that's the rudest one you know that's the rudest one Uh, when they don't even get back to you and it's it's worse than a heartbreak honestly no, when you I play agree. with my money hey i agree and that's why i always say i do not wait for anybody unless there's like money or a project yep. involved mm-hmm. you'll never catch me waiting for mm-hmm. people or, or the nonsense okay i think it's also a con that i just thought of let's see because they know oh yeah as you're a travel consultant and the way that they will approach you oh yeah let's catch up for coffee mm. when what really it, mm, exactly time is money and money time is time is my exactly friend <laughs> and actually it's tips and advice that they were you're like you know what i am a consultant i, I do that. charge by hour mm. so here's my invoice what it do so is that kind of like that's a con like the familiarity like, oh, you know this person. Hey, and, accessibility. Have, and accessibility. On that note, yes, we're both bloggers. So mm. what is your... Um, do you ever have, like, a conflict with yourself? Like, mm, yes, I give free information, but where mm-hmm. do you draw the line? Do you not ever have that conflict? Yes, yeah, see. I do all the damn time. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm giving you too much. You, know, mm. you can pay for this service. You know, so, yeah, of course. Like you said, sometimes they're sponsored posts. Sometimes it's not. It's just me writing to write. So, um, yeah, that's an internal struggle every now and then, for sure. Yeah. Uh, one thing, like, I talked about patience and discipline being, like, a pro. Um, yeah, I was also touched up on that. But it can be, like, a con as well. You know, sometimes... The, uh, okay, this is the expression we're using right now in Salon. The, 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 the grand, the grand dry. dry. I love the that dry. saying. I don't like the meaning, but I love right. the saying. It just means that, you know... <laughs> times are hard. Times are hard, you know. And, like, you have oh, to lick your wounds. Yeah, you add up. Oh, money no day. Come on, no day. Gosh. Like, sometimes it can be a struggle. Like, I can go two, three months, no consultancy. I'm just dependent on, like... It's not easy. Hey! And that's why, all, that's why I brought it up. Like, what are your views on when people glamorize? Because I feel like on social media, people glamorize entrepreneurship so much. And it's like, mm, no, no, no. This, my is, own this isn't this. the direction for everybody. It's Especially not. if you're somebody who has um, multiple responsibilities, like a household, children. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. It's and you true. have to know what works for you. If you're somebody who likes knowing what you're going to get every month, yeah. then it's definitely not for you. No. And I, I don't feel like everybody's um, transparent about the journey 
of um, working for yourself. Mm-mm. They're not. They make it like these bloggers. You all see these sponsored ads mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm just like, girl, like, how you get this bank in like a couple of years? Yeah, you no, know, it's not that oh, you can do it too. Yeah. I'm just like, but everyone's journey is not. The Tell same. them the truth. So <laughs> you know, first, and then like support. Sometimes you would think it's your friends that would put. Nope, I would post things about Ori. Maybe a couple will put it as their status mm. on WhatsApp. Or we share. But or... on that note of support, yes, let's not lie. The reason we are in the positions we are in and the reasons we can work for ourselves is because we have a big support system. Let's not deny it. Like, we both still have a family. Like, we have a big support system in that sense. Why are you going to always throw it in our face? Some of us are trying to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But, I mean, you know, that's no, what no, I mean in terms of not glamorizing it. Because I yes. feel like people don't tell the whole story. That they still it's live like, at home, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, obviously, you know, we're still trying to make it. And We've got a long way to go. We do, we do. And we take that with strides. So it, it I don't know, it kind of undermines, like, the, the effort that we put in when they're like, oh, you know, like, I get to have lunch at the beach, you know. I'm just like, hey, well, sister, you know, times are hard, you yeah. know. Let, let's not glamorize this thing. But the there are wins that we get. on the beach are you going? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, that's not to say that entrepreneurship can't be beautiful. It can be. And one uh, expression that always resonates with me is that there's beauty in the struggle. It's not yeah. going to be an easy path. You know, anything that comes easy, I don't even want it. I'm not saying that... Nothing comes easy. Yeah, and nothing and good the, the, comes easy. Yeah, that's so. true. And the earlier you learn that, the better. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. everything is... Um, yeah, there's growth out of struggle, like you said. For sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, so if entrepreneurship is something that you're looking to, you know, go into, I think, okay, our takeaway, one thing, invest in a mentor, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Just don't go into, like, head deep, like I may have. Invest in a mentor. And do your research. Do your research. We live in the age of of the World Wide Web, so no excuse, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Collaborate. Collaborations are key. They're the free So, you know, make your competitor your friend. I know that sounds funny, but trust me, do that. Um, What other tips can we give? I think they are three good ones to go with. So what was the first one you said? What did I say? (laughs) You just said it. I did. Um, (laughs) And I did. Let's go backwards because I remember what you just said. So it's a collaboration. Collaboration. Um, Invest in a mentor is my first one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mentor. The the second one. You said that. I know. Mm. God, this is really going to happen. It's your locks that you've appropriated. (laughs) That's what's causing you all this distress and memory loss. So I've got faux locks and whoever's had this (laughs) hairstyle before knows the struggle. Mm. Oh my gosh. The pain I was in the first two days. I, oh my goodness. And if you're friends with someone who has faux locks, when you actually have dreadlocks, then you understand the pain that you experience by appropriation. But that's Guys, another is this, conversation. Is this appropriation? Because I did ask Yaz before I got it done. Mm. But um, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Are faux locks, which are the fake dreadlocks, are they cultural appropriation? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know your thoughts. But yeah, anyway, you'll get the three main things when you listen back. <laughs> I really can't remember the second thing I said. Um, so collaboration, getting a mentor. Is it support? No. Support. Mm-hmm. I think it was something along those lines. No, research. It was research. research. Yeah, research. Yeah. yeah. So one, find a mentor, mm-hmm. two, do your research, mm-hmm. and three, collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Okay. All right, so, yeah, so hit us with that proverb. So the proverb I have for you is, only entrepreneurship can create opportunity where some... Where, sorry. 
Let me start again. Sorry, guys. Please do. <laughs> Only entrepreneurship can create opportunity where none seemingly exist. And that is by the Nigerian economist. Is that a word? Oh, God. Economist. <laughs> economist. <laughs> Tony Elumelu. Yes. So for those who may not know, so um, TF, uh, Tony Elumelu Foundation, they have this grant where they award $5,000 to each African who is successful in the application process. So they do it, like, I think, every February and every March. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for young entrepreneurs, five grand can go a long way. So that's something that you should apply for. And then I always, you know, um, advertise, I don't know why, but, you know, always advertise opportunitiesforafricans.com. There are great opportunities for and those then, who want to travel, entrepreneurship, it's there. Also the one that you're a part of, AWEC. Yeah, and AWEC so as well. Apply for AWEC. Well. The the next cohort they'll probably be recruiting in December because I applied for this in December. So yeah, AWEC, AWEC, um, African Women's Entrepreneurship Cooperative, and yeah. So those are the three that we'll leave with you today. Nice. Okay, I think that's everything for this episode. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a lot about entrepreneurship in salon well really it was just entrepreneurship in general in general yeah, yeah i think it can be applicable to other Anywhere, countries yeah. I, I hope i don't know the ecosystem in other african countries mm-hmm. but yeah and as usual follow us on our platform uh y square, y square pod. pod we're proud to announce that we are now available on apple Podcasts and spotify, spotify yeah. so please check us out we're maybe our next trip we're trying to get into google podcast so we'll keep you updated on that on the timeline but yeah y square pod on facebook twitter and instagram Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.